It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Fillmore's finest, Monte Hill. <laughs> Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. That's what you're getting at 6 in the morning right now. We're going to do a deep dive, though, as we say good morning to everybody out there getting off their YouTube or getting off their graveyard shift, excuse me. Teacher, students, cops, firefighters, mini drivers, you know the drill. Um, we're going to do a deep dive today into what went good, what went right, <laughs> what went wrong, the good, the bad, the ugly of the NSC championship game because on the third watch here, you notice a lot of things that cannot happen against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we're gonna we're not going to break down the Chiefs, you know, right away here. We got a few days. We got a few, you know, when I say a few days, about eight days uh, to break down the Kansas City Chiefs and we see what's going on here. What is this? Niners at Stadium Swim? Well, no, no. I was just going to say there's a timer. There's 12 days, 9 hours, 12, 23 yeah, minutes. Look at that on CBS right now. 12 days, 9 hours, 23 minutes, 6 seconds, 5 seconds, 4 seconds, <laughs> 3 seconds. But there's a lot for the Niners to clean up now. Oh, no doubt. Now, but one thing we didn't really get into, and we could start wherever, but you know, I see a lot of people with the Brock Montana and the Joe Montana comparisons with Brock Purdy. I thought a lot of that game on Sunday. Yeah, there were some Joe elements to it. But those scrambles reminded me so much of Steve Young <laughs> and the way he finished those runs. Steve Young didn't like to slide. Remember that was a big thing? Steve yes. Young would fall head yes. first. He yes. would take on a hit. He would take a pile on. You think about some of those classic touchdown runs. There's a lot more Steve Young to those scrambles with Brock Purdy than Joe Montana, but I thought the footwork was elegant, especially on that final drive, the championship yeah. drive, in which they go seven plays, 70 yards to ice the NFC title game in advance to the Super Bowl. You know, uh, I, I, I think it's so unfair comparing him to the you know the legends. I don't it, like doing that, I know. But, but if we're going to no, do that, if the fans are going to do that, I'll play along, okay. and I'll just say, you know what? I saw some elements of Steve. I saw some elements of Joe. All right. Well, what I saw, uh, at least in the first couple of drives, because I'm, I'm going through it. And I, let's start with some of the bad, right? Because I do want to get into all of the good. But starting with some of the bad, like the first couple of drives. Are you sure people want to start their morning off with some of the bad? I'm kidding. Okay. You go, tell me. You continue. I, 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 you continue. I'm, I'm oh, just, no, no, it's I'm okay. Just, I'm just I just thought he was very hesitant. This was the second uh, game in a row where it felt like that first read maybe wasn't there. Maybe he wasn't seeing the pocket well uh, or seeing the, you know, the, the, the rush was coming into his face because there wasn't a big pocket. Uh, he didn't see the field well and it felt like that first read got taken away and he got just a little gun shy, a little hesitant early on. Now he settled in and that's to his credit and I thought that Debo Samuel really helped things out in that second half. I thought CMC really helped things out. I think some of the easier throws but like I I'd be lying to you if I didn't say it. Like he made some good throws early on but Hesitant was the word that I kept coming back to. It felt like he was afraid to make a mistake. And then he did make the big interception. And then it was almost like, okay, now I'm just going to play ball. Like, I've already made the mistake. Kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo, right? With Jimmy Garoppolo would throw a pick. Now, depending on which game you want to pick up, but most of the time when Jimmy threw a pick, he would get better yeah. after that interception. He would get the mistake out of the way. Shanahan would take the ball out of his hands, and then Jimmy would start to cook. Now, CMC, look, he he's starting slow, and I, 
I mean, Brock Purdy was starting slow on, uh, on, but I thought it was just a team wide breakdown. You know, I thought, I thought guys, Detroit was just all over them. I, totally I thought they agree. were ahead of Kyle Shanahan early on in his football game by taking away that first read. Everybody knows the Niners love those slants. They mm-hmm. love those drags. Mm-hmm. And Detroit zoned it up a couple times, even though the Brendan IU touchdown to tie the football game up at 24 24. I thought that was one of his best throws of the night. One of his too. best throws he of the night. He slid the pocket to the left. Right. I mean, that was a beautiful ability of using the feet right. like you're talking no about to kind of move things. However, I noticed too on the Detroit side of things where. C.J. Gardner-Johnson was late getting to his spot. And it felt like Eric Glenn had guys designated to their spots in that zone defense. Hey, I need you to guard this area. We see that a lot with the Baltimore mm. Ravens, right? Mm. With that matchup zone. Hey, let's, let, let's, let's guard this patch of grass here. And at times, with Brock Purdy's feet and his eyes, he was able to manipulate that secondary, manipulate that defense, and just get them off their spots to their way where they are a second late, a half second late on some of those throws. You saw that with Ayuk. I thought the championship drive, because I also want to get in the shade ahead and his evolution as a play caller and as a head coach on finishing yeah, football yeah. games. That was a big talking point with shade ahead for so long. But back to Brock Purdy for a second. Look, it didn't start off pretty at all. It didn't, and then he got, he got wacky there. When he got the Niners back into the football game, okay. there were some things, and you listen to Greg Olson, who, by the way, was absolutely phenomenal. By the way, Robo Olsen, give me Greg Olsen all day. I thought Robo was a little out of touch in that ASU championship game. I, I listened to it thoroughly last night, watching the second half back between the Ravens and, How good and is the Chiefs. Mahomes? Hey, Mahomes is good, but I'm like, Robo, you got to capture the moment here. Greg Olsen captured everything in that NFC sure. title game and broke it all down well. But Purdy was breaking so many rules as a quarterback. Well, I'm <laughs> so glad many. you brought this up because, to me, one of the plays that's going to get lost, um, and it's more of like a highlight play, but I don't think people understand the magnitude of the play. It's third down, and they're kind of in no man's land. Yep. And it, it's too deep to kick a field goal. They're down two touchdowns at the yep. time. and uh, Or, excuse me, they're down 17 points at the time. And... He scrambles out to the left, and I don't think he's going to get a first down. And I don't no. think they're going to be able to hit a field goal from that far. No. They're like at like the forty-two, three. Like they're just they're in a really You're tough. About spot. first drive in the third quarter. Yes, and it feels to me like they're at the thir- Detroit thirty-five yard line, third and four. So if you don't get a completion there, if you don't get any yards. A 52 yard kick after the guys already missed one right. earlier in the game, uh, wide right. So, I don't know. I, I thought that was a crucial play. And yes, it's a goofy, you know, Juwan James has one of the best catches of his career. Um, it's a goofy play where he's rolling left. I thought he's gonna run for the first down. He turns back around and does the cardinal sin of throwing back to the middle of yep. the field, which you talked about. And just getting that drive to be extended gave them what I believe to be a much more comfortable field goal attempt, which to me was kind of like, okay, all right, we got some points on the board. Even though in my seats at the time, I was like, God, I needed seven. Right. Yeah. They just needed points. Well, Shanahan said that in his uh, post-game locker room speech. He was like, boy, I thought we were going to get a touchdown. We got a field goal. And I thought, boy, this is going to be a little hard. That's what I thought back. too, though. You know, you? And Shanahan told his team, well, you know, to get the field goal there, it's like you had to get a stop. You had to get a stop. Right, the defense is going to have to buck up and get a stop at some point. And that next possession where Detroit goes for it on fourth and two, you know, we didn't talk about the third third down play. Now the Forty Nine ers get the three points. Right, they kind of calm the waters down. Yes. You're down two scores. And I'm thinking to myself, boy, would it been nice to have that Jake Moody field goal in the first half? But you don't. You're down two touchdowns. <laughs> you're down two touchdowns. So Detroit's going for it. Now I found this out. You know, just kind of doing some research yesterday and watching the game back. Detroit, going into that football game, they were 20 of 25 on fourth downs in which it was fourth and three and less. 
Think about that. They completed, they converted 80% in their fourth downs when it was fourth and three or less. That's what they do. But but let me. I want to pause right here because I've been thinking about this for literally 24 hours. We're not the Chicago Bears, and it's not Week 11. You know what I mean? Like I get your point of view. They right? did it against Kansas City. Well, they do it against anybody. It, it's not just the Chicago. But this Bears. isn't just anybody. Like yeah. I don't wear gym clothes to church. Chicago's. You could say by the end of the season, Chicago Bears defense was better than 49ers defense. You the, can say that. The point that and, I'm and, getting at is that just because those data points are all there doesn't mean that you do that no matter what, and it's a hard – like, I, that, that's my biggest switch, beef with but analytics. See, but see, but that's that's what you – when you get to that point, and you see a lot of teams when they get to a championship point, and they get to a World Series, mm-hmm. or they get to this championship series, they start switching up things that got them there. Do what you do that got you to that point. What got Bye. Detroit to that point? They were twenty and twenty-five on fourth and threes or less. That's what they've been doing since Dan Campbell has arrived. And why stop the aggressiveness? And when you think about that fourth and two, and we can get to the play itself, Josh Reynolds flat out dropped the pass. Yeah, but first, but Goff that's was a pressure down. on that play. But God, but he threw a dive though. You're gonna face you're gonna face pressure. We're not gonna have clean pockets at the stage. It hit Josh Reynolds in the heads. You don't get the first down. Josh Reynolds dropped. Two no, there's no doubt. massive no third doubt. downs. But I want to go back to the third down play. And this is where Detroit may have blew that sequence. The third down play. It's third and four at the Niners' 30-yard line. Yeah, and they third were running four. the ball. They were running the ball. They were very averaging seven, effectively. seven yards a carry. Totally agree. They were running the ball. And third and four. We talked about this leading up to the football game. Detroit loves to throw it off first down. Mm-hmm. They threw it 60% of the time on third down, on first down to set up second and manageable. Third manageable. That was one of my keys going into the game. Can you keep Detroit out of second and four, second and three, third and four? And for the most part, you didn't do that. The Niners giving up yards left and right on first down. But third and four, they line up Amara St. Brown in the backfield. Now, David Montgomery was running hard. Jameer Gibbs at that point was running hard. And they line up. Amara St. Brown in the backfield. And to me, that was a sign of Detroit just getting a little too cute, running your run, your wide receiver in the backfield. Now, if that's David Montgomery on third and four, they headed the ball off and he got two yards. If it's David Montgomery, it's probably a first down. Well, that, I think that third down play absolutely was it was terrible. And Fred Warner made a great play on that play. Fred Warner made a great play. I thought uh, Javon Killaw yes. made a great play. Yes. But Fred Warner made an unbelievable Stuck play. Him. But you're running that with Amara St. Brown. It was which was a little with three ooh, wide. And then you right. had Mon- I don't know if it was Gibbs or Montgomery out left. Right. And the other two wide receivers to the right. It was a very questionable call. Very I, I don't know, B like I hear you on the we did this all year. I just think that there are certain situations that are just different. And that's the way I am. Like when I watch Bumgarner come out of the bullpen in game seven, it's game seven. It's different. When I watch Mariano Rivera come out for a five out save, it's a playoff moment. It's different. It's not what we normally do throughout the regular season. When I see uh like the Warriors, for example, allowing Steph Curry, this is one of the things that drove me nuts, even though he's got a hurt knee. Taking normal rest in Game 7 of 2016, where he's waiting till the six-and-a-half-minute mark to check in, that was wrong. This is not a regular season game. I don't just do what I did all year. I get the mentality. I understand it. But I also believe there's a time and a place. We just disagree on this one. The play was executed correctly. Golf foul pressure. He felt pressure. And he threw an absolute dime to Josh Reynolds. It hit Josh Reynolds in the hand. Can my receiver make a play and catch the pass? He flat out dropped it. Flat out dropped it. Now, on the flip side, Michael Basley, who was a kicker for the Detroit Lions, 
He only had four field goal attempts for the Lions. Obviously, their kicker. <laughs> Which is uh, crazy. With, no, well, their original, their his, regular his, kicker yes. was hurt. So, what was his name? Was it Blankenship? Who, who am I thinking about? Blankenship? Yes, Blankenship. So, Badgley, four for four on the season. He only attempted one field goal for 40 yards on the season for the Detroit Lions. That's a 47-yarder if they do decide, hey, we're going to go for it. We're not going to go for it. Let's elect to kick the three and go up three possessions. All right. And tell the floor, what if he misses that? The, what if he misses that? Like, you know I, what I'm saying? Uh, like, I hear you say, go kick, go kick, go kick. This guy had one kick over 40 yards at Levi Stadium. And again, you are 20 of 25 from fourth and three and less. this isn't the regular season. This is so, the playoffs. Uh, this is I, the I NFC mean, Championship well, game. Well, you guys told me when it was leading up to the Green Bay Packers, well, they lost to the New York Giants. And I'm like, well, this ain't the regular season. They're well, a yeah, team. I was wrong. You know, you, you, no, no, but it's not about you being wrong or right. It's about what a team's doing. This is what their coach should do. But, but if that's, what, but I love that's what your Goff, identity. But I love what Jared Goff did. love what Jared Goff did. He said, you know what? You know what? This is what we do. We wanted to go for it. Riddles is my guy on third down. He's my guy on second down. The guy flat out dropped the pass. Be, but let's see, this is the problem. Like Part of why they were on the road and not at home was, this is what we do. We're going to be aggressive. Late in the game, when they're playing the Dallas Cowboys, when they should have taken the yeah. tie, and they had three opportunities at the one, and they kept throwing it, kept throwing it, even though well, they got penalized. Well, they got robbed for that. They should have won that football game. The referees blew that I game. Mean, we were all watching that game, and we, I said, take the, the points, guy, take no, the points, but, go to overtime. But they scored the two-point conversion, and the guy, they said, well, he didn't he did report to the referee what he obviously did. But that's what that happened. was a blunder by the officials. But then that you have the opportunity to make, to make an adjustment and take the points. See, this to me is ego. This is the same thing when I saw Sirianni go for two when it had nothing to do with points uh, when they're playing Tampa Bay. It was, to me... Just because that is your organizational philosophy doesn't mean it fits the moment. And I think this oh, is... Oh, I thought it fit that moment. I don't know. Well, Listen, but, that, but, but if you're going to be but, aggressive there, why are you running the ball on second down before the end of half and calling what, a timeout? Well, was, like, like, if you're going to stay aggressive all the time, then they should have gone for the aggressive gusto and thrown the ball into the end zone right before halftime because taking the field goal right before halftime for Dan Campbell was a very weak-minded move in that situation. They're up 21-7. They get the, the no, field goal 24. I don't know. They didn't even try. To be aggressive, no, no, in that they situation. did. No, Dan Campbell, they actually threw a screen pass there on the they third threw, on the third down. They threw a screen pass there on the third down, and they got to the two and a half yard line. And Dan Campbell sat there long and hard and thought over and over and over, and you could tell. It was late when he finally said, "All right, let's kick the field goal, go up three scores before halftime." Because I get, I get into that situation. You don't get the fourth down there. All of a sudden, the Niners go into the locker room, down two scores with big-time life going into the locker room. You kick the field goal there, you go up 17, you're like, all right, we're up three scores. I don't like the way we finish that half. And by the way, Jerichoff missed a wide-open Jameer Gibbs in the back of the end zone uh, early in that sequence. He missed some big throws to go to Dak. So I get why Dan Campbell said, you know what? Let's end this game right here. I got a chance to put a stranglehold on the 49ers, and if the field goal presents itself later in the possession, let's do that. Fourth and two, we can agree to disagree. I know a lot of people disagree, but again, this is what Detroit does. They were 20 and 25 of fourth and threes and less. And at that point, think about what they were doing. I had a bigger problem with them passing the ball personally. I would have just ran the ball because they were gashing the Niners at the line of scrimmage. They were averaging seven yards a carry. At that point, the rushing yards tilted so far in Detroit's favor. Dominant. It was 168 to 45 at that point. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, they passed it. Not only did they pass it, 
Reynolds flat out dropped it. Your players at some point got to make a play. No, I, I thought the you. Lions put them in position. Campbell and Ben Johnson put their players in a position to succeed. And Detroit just did make plays in the second half. No, well, that that is undeniable. I don't know. I just any play where you're going to get Goff to move his feet, you feel good as a defense. You're like, all right, we did something well, and on that play, they got him to move his feet. I, I'm, I'm with you on the run game. I, it took the Niners. Four possessions to make a play on the edges in the run game, Bonte. I, I, Gibson is still missing tackles on the outside yep. right now. That is my number one takeaway watching the game back is what are they going to do right. to adjust on the on the edges in the run game? Gibson missed over. Now, he made a great strip play, and that's the play that everyone's going to remember, but missed tackle after missed tackle, and Oren Burke's getting wiped out, and Chase Young, questionable effort across the board, and and even Nick Bosa getting plastered by, by wide receivers. I, I want to know how they're going to fix this in the next two weeks. I, like, because that that is clearly a huge hole. When you watch that game back, why Detroit went away from the run is beyond me. Yeah, I don't know why. Beyond. And, me. and, and, and so the, the second the second fourth down that they tipped and down twenty seven twenty four. Now that one's just flat out dumb to me. And the Niners did a good job of disguising their defense on the play. They zoned up the underneath yeah, stuff. The green the, the, the drags, yes. water green law. They zoned it up underneath. Good call. And they confused Jarek off there underneath where he and they flushed him out to his right. They flushed him out of the pocket to where he had to run. There was a guy coming in on the left. I don't know if it was Amaranth Brown, who it was there on the drag. He had him initially, but he got flushed out to the right, throwing throws an incompletion. At that moment, I have to try to field goal to at least tie the football game up. But Detroit has had a ride of kicking all season long. They've had a ride of kicking under Dan Campbell whatsoever. So that's on them. But that was the bad with the 49ers. There was a lot of bad there with the defense. You talk about the effort of Chase Young. Go look at the touchdown play with Jameer Gibbs. It was really – like it's hard to defend that. It's embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Even the biggest Chase Young fan, like it's really – but he's not the only one. I saw some questionable effort from a lot of guys. Right now – Safety play is a huge question mark. Like, yeah. the Niners' safety play is... Well, they miss Hufanga. Uh, they miss Hufanga tremendously, and they're going to miss him in this uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, game in the Super Bowl. I mean, Travis Kelsey, I don't think people realize, well, maybe people didn't realize, but watching it back yesterday looked, in the second half, 11 catches on 11 targets. He looked amazing. 11 catches on 11 targets. After and looking it, very subpar for his standards all right. year. I mean, so, yeah, we got a long way to go, but the Niners are going to have to clean... Or, Maybe the Niners are just going to have to score, 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 score and maximize every single possession. And you got to get off to a faster start. If you don't get off to a fast start against Kansas City, it could be lights out very, very early. I don't care how mediocre their offense was during the regular season. But there's a lot of bad in this game that the Niners have to clean up. And then there's a lot of good. And that's where I want to get into Kyle Shanahan in that championship <laughs> drive. When they're up 27-24 to put that game away. We see examples under Kyle Shanahan with the 49ers in which they fell in that situation to put a team away, to go for that throat, to go for the gusto, to go seal a football game. That's what they did on Sunday, and I want to get into that drive coming up on a morning roast. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises.